Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bible Breakdown Podcast. In this podcast, we will be breaking down the Bible one chapter a day. Whether you are a new believer or have been following Christ for a while, we believe that you will learn something new and fresh every single day. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into breaking down the Bible together. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bible Breakdown Podcast with your host, Pastor Brandon. Today, Numbers chapter 16. And if I were to give this one a title, it would be The Lord Fights His Own Battles. Today is a day where, you know, you can't really help but feel sad for the nation of Israel. But sometimes when you're digging a hole, stop digging. <laughs> You've done enough. Maybe maybe stop. But we're going to get into that in just a moment. Before we do that, please make sure if you're liking these, these times together, make sure that you are liking these videos on YouTube. If you listen to the podcast, make sure that you share this podcast with people. Rate this podcast on iTunes, wherever you download your podcast. Help us spread the word. Get it out there to everybody. We're working on creating a Facebook group so we can just talk back and forth. And I just have this dream. What would it look like if we created a community of people that just gathered around reading God's word together? Wouldn't that be amazing? Because, man, we still got so many great books to go. And so remember the context of what's going on before we get to this today. Because, man, today, today's a day of judgment. That's just the way it is. So remember, Numbers picks up where Leviticus leaves off. And this entire book, the principle of this book is to learning to trust in the Lord. And so they left from Egypt. They were liberated from Egypt. They get to Mount Sinai and receive the covenant of the Lord. And the Lord says, take off and go. You go, go inherit the land that I have given you. And so they go and they're on their way. They leave Mount Sinai. They're on their way to cross the Jordan river, going into the promised land. They get about halfway there. And Moses sends out 12 scouts to go scout the area, probably to get a battle plan ready. He didn't say, go tell me if we can do it. He just said, go tell me what we're walking into. Well, They come back again, and 10 of the 12 of them say, we can't do it. We're terrified. The two other ones say, no, 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 we got this. These people, yeah, they're bigger than us, but they are like nothing to us. Man, God's doing this. Well, the nation of Israel got so scared that they even thought about killing those two, Caleb and Joshua, and they refused to go in. Well, God got so frustrated with them. He said, then fine, have it your way. None of you will go in. You're going to spend the next 40 years, because the scouts were there for 40 days. We said a year for every day until everyone 20 years and older dies, because you won't trust me. You just, you just simply won't trust me. And they continue to prove him right. <laughs> and the next chapter, which we read yesterday, chapter 15, he said, but when you do go in, here's how we're going to worship together. This is how we're going to be connected. So it was a great chapter. And now chapter 16 is called Korah's Rebellion. The people have just, they're just spiraling. They're spiraling out of control, and it's just going from bad to worse. But God knows how to fight his own battles. I heard a guy say one time that God's word is like a lion. It doesn't need defended. Just open the door, and he'll take care of himself. I think God's like that. I think we forget sometimes that God is the king and creator of the universe. And while he chooses to let us get away with a whole lot of stuff, whenever he wants to, he can put the hammer down, <laughs> and he kind of does today. So let's read this together. If you got your NLT Bibles open with me, and you're, you're ready for this, let's read about what happens when you push God too far and judgment falls. Numbers chapter 16, verse 1. Here we go. One day, Korah, son of Ishar, the descendant of Koath, the son of Levi, conspired with Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, and On, the son of Pele, from the tribe of Reuben. They incited a rebellion against Moses, along with 250 other leaders of the community, all prominent members of the assembly. They united against Moses and Aaron and said, You have gone too far. 
The whole community of Israel has been set apart for the Lord, and he is with all of us. What right do you have to act as though you are greater than the rest of the Lord's people? When Moses heard what he was saying, what they were saying, he fell on his face and fell face down to the ground. And he said to Korah and his followers, Tomorrow morning the Lord will show us who belongs to him and who is holy. The Lord will only allow those he selects to enter his presence. Korah, you and your followers must prepare your incense burners. Light fires in them tomorrow and burn incense before the Lord. Then we will see whom the Lord chooses for his holy one. You Levites are the ones who have gone too far. Moses spoke again to Korah. Now listen, you Levites. Does it seem insignificant to you that God, the God of Israel, has chosen you from among all the communities of Israel to be near him so you can serve the Lord's temple and stand before the people to minister to them? Korah, he had already given this special ministry to you and to your fellow Levites. Are you now demanding the priesthood as well? The Lord is the one that you and your followers are really revolting against. For who is Aaron that you are complaining about him? Then Moses summoned Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab. But they replied, We refuse to come before you. Isn't it enough that you brought us out of Egypt, a lamb flowing with milk and honey, to kill us here in the wilderness, and that you treat us like your subjects? What's more, you haven't brought us into another land flowing with milk and honey. You haven't even given us a new homeland with fields and vineyards. Are you trying to fool these men? We will not come. Can you imagine how crazy that would be? The Bible said that Moses would speak to God face to face as a man speaks with his friend. And he was so, his body was so impacted by the presence of God that he would come out of the presence of God. His face would literally glow. It would shine. You talking to the glowing man and telling the glowing man, we don't want you to lead anymore. Who are you? <laughs> but that's exactly who they think they are. And so here we go. The Bible says, Moses, he done had enough. Verse 15, Moses became very angry and said to the Lord, do not accept their grain offerings. I have not taken so much as a donkey from them. I have never hurt a single one of them. And Moses said to Korah, you and your followers must come here tomorrow and present yourselves before the Lord. Aaron will also be here. You and each of your 250 followers must prepare an incense burner and put incense on it. You can all present them before the Lord. Aaron will also bring his incense burner. So each of these men prepared an incense burner, lit a fire, and placed incense on it. Then they all stood at the entrance of the tabernacle with Moses and Aaron. Meanwhile, Korah had stirred up the entire community against Moses and Aaron, and they all gathered at the tabernacle entrance. Then the glorious presence of the Lord appeared to the whole community. And the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Get away from these people, that I may instantly destroy them. But Moses and Aaron fell face down on the ground. O oh God, they pleaded, Are you, you are the God who gives breath to all creatures. Must you be angry with all people when only one man sins? And the Lord said to Moses, Tell all the people to get away from the tents of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. So Moses got up and rushed over to the tents of Dathan and Abiram, followed by the elders of Israel. Quick, he told the people, get away from the tents of these wicked men and don't touch anything that belongs to them. If you do, you will be destroyed for their sins. So all the people stood back from the tents of Korah, Dathan, and Abiram. Then Dathan and Abiram came out and stood at the entrances of their tents, together with their wives, their children, and their little ones. And Moses said, this is how you will know that the Lord has sent me to do all these things that I have done. 
for I have not done them on my own. If these men die a natural death, or if nothing unusual happens, then the Lord has not sent me. But if the Lord does something entirely new, and the ground opens its mouth and swallows them and their belongings, and they all go down to the grave alive, then you will know that these men have shown contempt for the Lord. He had hardly finished speaking. The words, when the ground suddenly split open beneath them, the earth opened its mouth and swallowed these men, along with their households and all of their followers who were standing with them and everything they owned. They went down alive into the grave, along with all their belongings. The earth closed over them, so that they all vanished from among the people of Israel. All the people surrounding them fled when they heard their screams, and the earth will swallow us too, they cried. Then fire blazed forth from the Lord and burned up the 250 men who were offering incense. And the Lord said to Moses, Tell Eleazar, the son of of Aaron, the priest, to pull all the incense burners from the fire, for they are holy. Also tell them to scatter the burning coals. Take the incense burners of these men who have sinned at, at the cost of their lives and hammer the metal into a thin sheet to overlay the altar. These burners were used in the Lord's presence, and they have become holy. Let them serve as a warning to the people of Israel. So Eleazar, the priest, collected the 250 bronze incense burners that had been used by the men who died in the fire, and the bronze was hammered into thin sheets to overlay the altar. This would warn the Israelites that no unauthorized person, no one who was not a descendant of Aaron, should ever enter the Lord's presence to burn incense. If anyone did, the same thing would happen to him as what happened to Korah and his followers. So the Lord's instructions to Moses were carried out. But the very next morning, the whole community of Israel began muttering against Moses and Aaron. You have killed the Lord's people. As the community gathered to protest against Moses and Aaron, they turned toward the tabernacle and saw that the cloud had covered it. The glorious presence of the Lord appeared. Moses and Aaron came and stood at the front of the temple. And the Lord said to Moses, get away from these people that I can destroy them instantly. But Moses and Aaron fell face down to the ground. And Moses and Aaron I said to Aaron, quick, take an incense burner to the place of the burning coals on it from the altar. Lay incense on it and carry it out among the people to purify them, to make them right with the Lord. The Lord's anger is blazing against them, and the plague has already begun. Moses, or Aaron did as Moses told him and ran out among the people, and the plague had already begun to strike down the people. But Aaron burned the incense and purified the people. He stood between the dead and the living, and the plague stopped. But 14,700 people died in that plague, in addition to those who had died in the affair involving Korah. Then, because the plague had stopped, Aaron returned to Moses at the entrance of the tabernacle. Man, there's, there's, uh, there's, just, there's a lot there. You know, when things get bad, we look for somebody to blame, don't we? You, you got to imagine these people were headed to the promised land. And then they got this bad report. And instead of trusting the Lord, they decided to be afraid. And so the Lord said, have it your way. You're not going to enter into the kingdom, uh, the, the promised land. I'm going to save it for the next generation. Well, then they got to find somebody to blame. Somebody has to take the fall for this failure. And this guy, Korah, decided it needed to be Moses. And isn't that the way it kind of happens? It seems a lot of times that whenever something bad happens and, you know, there was a big plan that the organization wanted to do and it didn't happen, you know, it seems like there's, it needs to be a change in leadership, this kind of thing. And sometimes it's warranted, but sometimes people are just hurting. And when they're hurting, they're looking for somebody to blame because you don't want to blame God. But the problem becomes there's nothing wrong with getting angry. There is something wrong with sinning. 
And when they decided they were going to take matters in their own hands, that's when they incurred the wrath of God. The wrath of God doesn't come on you because you get disappointed. The wrath of God doesn't come on you when you get upset. It's what you do with those feelings that matter. And Korah decided he was going to take some bad steps. And then what made it even worse is that there were more people that were getting angry. And all of God's promises are true. The good ones are true. The bad ones are also true. And there's judgment when we take our bad emotion and we do something bad with it. And so the overall principle I would say is, is the Lord fights his battles. And here's the thing. God is a God of love. God is a God of goodness. God is a God of joy. He is the definition of love. But that also means he's holy and he's righteous and he is worthy of our honor and respect. And every once in a while, we need to remember just how awesome he is. And I even wonder in our culture sometimes that we have gone so far because the generation before us had no problem talking about the, the, the judgment of God. And it, it turned a lot of people in a negative way. And I wonder if just maybe we've gotten so used to going the other way and talking about the mercy and the goodness of God that we forget that he's still holy and he still knows how to handle himself. And so the overall principle today would be the Lord can fight his battle. So get angry, but don't turn it toward God because he is full of mercy, but he's also full of justice. So we're going to pray together, (laughs) kind of try to bring a smile back on this thing. And then I'm going to read our verse to us and we're going to be done for today. So the Lord's been talking to us. Now it's time to talk to him. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much that you are a God of justice and a God of goodness. And Lord, I don't ever want to be on the side of your justice. You know, I always want to, or where I'm receiving it, but I, I want to be in a place where I'm always in your mercy. So God, thank you that you have no problem with me getting angry, but you always encourage me to not sin. And I'm thankful for that. And Lord, in the places where I step out of line, I'm thankful that you have mercy. And I'm thankful, God, that even in your justice, you are wholly righteous. And I celebrate that today. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. God's word says in Numbers chapter 6, verse 24, may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. I love you. Hope you have a great day. I'll see you tomorrow for Numbers chapter 17. Okay, if you're still here, I'm gonna do a little after party for you. So man, wasn't that crazy? That was, oh Lord, that was a mess. It was an absolute mess, but the Lord is good and we're all gonna make it in this thing together. I wanted to give you a quick reference real fast. There is a podcast. I've mentioned it before, but I wanted to mention it again. It is called the Bema, B-E-M-A podcast. And it is talking about God's word and it's talking about God's word from the point of view of a Jewish perspective. That is really good when it comes to the Old Testament because our Western minds don't think in terms of Old Testament or Jewish culture. I want to highly recommend it to you if you want to kind of take another step, okay? So, hope you have a good one. It's the BEMA Podcast. I will see you tomorrow.